Heyo! Welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela, and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. You know, my friend, I was not going to record a podcast episode today. I was in my head, you know, who do I, who do I think I am recording a podcast that's in the ears of hundreds of people weekly, which like, by the way, we're coming up on a huge milestone in this built to be you community. And it's truly so full circle because I think back to small town Iowa Mick who thought that she didn't have a story, who thought that she didn't have a vision. And now it's here impacting you and having the ripple effect to impacting people's lives that you are in directly. And that work that we do is so incredibly important. But I wasn't going to record a podcast today because I was like, I had one of the hardest weeks that I've had in a long time. I'm tired. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say today. And you know what? There was this little spark inside of me that says, if even one person puts this podcast episode in their ears, or they're playing out loud in their car, or you're listening while you're doing chores, I know that the impact that I'm doing and the work that I show up for is so worth it. And this is one of those podcasts where we pull back the curtains, sharing the in-between moments, the moments where you doubt yourself and fear creeps in and you question everything that you're doing and you quote unquote fall off track and you feel like your life is a downward spiral. It's those in-between moments that not enough people talk about, not enough people share. And I think it's important that, you know, sometimes you get in your head that you're the only one feeling this way. There's no way anybody else in this world could relate to you. And that's what I think is so beautiful about this podcast is even if you relate to one minute or 30 seconds of an episode, it's really, really awesome to not have that sense of, holy shit, I'm not crazy anymore, right? Because your feelings are validated and heard. And sometimes you just need to hear it from somebody else's perspective. And that's really what I want to do in today's episode, because it all starts with you. And you can be your own biggest cheerleader and you can also be your own biggest roadblock. And I want to have you take a minute to just slow down and reflect and ask yourself, are you living in a way that feels like you are making forward progress? Or do you feel like you're just simply spinning all four tires out like stuck in mud and going absolutely nowhere? And is your inaction due to fear? Is your inaction due to self-doubt? Is your inaction due to scarcity? You telling yourself it could never work out for you. There's not enough to go around for you. You know, you just don't have what it takes. And I think so often, myself included, we fear letting others down and this week I realized that it's not about letting other people down. It's about letting myself down, not living up to the agreements and the expectations and the standards that I set for my own life. And I think about a thermostat and how the purpose of a thermostat is to literally 
higher or lower the temperature of the room to accommodate uh, to accommodate the set temperature. And when you are engaging and interacting with other people who are, for the sake of this example, at a higher or lower temperature of you, you are going to be your own thermostat. You're going to match their energy, their attitude, their ambition, their drive. And recently I've realized that my close intimate circle that is like in person, I have a fabulous virtual community that I pour into so much, but my close like physical in-person circle has thermostats that are set a heck of a lot lower than mine. And that's not to say that they don't have ambition or they don't have drive. They're just not operating at the level that I want to be operating at. And sometimes that can be a hard pill to swallow, to realize that, you know, you are a byproduct of your environment, the people around you included. And sometimes you have to have a deep, honest assessment of who those people are and calling yourself out when you're using them as an excuse for selling yourself short, right? You know, well, if I just had a different group of environment or if I just had a different group of friends here, or if I had the right environment or I had the right tools, it's your job to be resourceful and go find those environments, go find those places. And this is something that I've been seeing in my own life. You know, I'm lowering my thermostat to meet, to meet the thermostat of those around me And then I'm kicking myself in the rear end. I'm like, this doesn't feel good. I feel so out of alignment. I'm not doing the things that I know that I was meant to do because I'm, you know, just, I don't want to say settling. Settling is not the word for it, but I am just kind of being, being in their energy, being in their presence. And again, this is nothing against the people that I have here, but this is just one example about, you know, not fearing so much about letting others down but really being honest about how you might be letting yourself down. And you get to set the thermostat. You get to set the standards. You get to set the expectations in your own life. And it's only your job to show up for those. It's not your job to place blame or point fingers or say all the reasons why it's not working out for you. It's your job to point that finger right back at you and say, what can I take ownership of here? You know, And I've found a lot of inaction in my own life coming from fear fear that I'm not the person that can handle the entrepreneurship biz full-time, fear that I'm not the nurse coach that some of my clients need, fear that I'm not the business partner that we need in Strides for Strength. And you know what that fear does? It's been hanging out in the driver's seat where it has absolutely no business hanging out. And I've been having to really be honest with myself and really learning how to celebrate myself and getting out of my own damn way to just make some moves. And I was on the phone with one of my best friends and I was like, why does it feel so hard? Like, I know what needs to be done. I know what actions I need to be taking, but I'm just not doing them. And I am somebody who I do have achiever tendencies, right? I am somebody who likes to accomplish goals, check things off a to-do list, you know, have milestones to achieve and accomplish. And I'm in a season where I just don't have any of those. You know, one, because there's not really anything in my life right now that I'm like, this is pressing. This has to be done. You know, I'm, sh- I'm sprinting for this deadline or I'm sprinting for this goal. And it feels weird. It feels uncomfortable. And I'm walking this fine line of calling myself out for playing small and allowing myself to sit in the slow season. And it's really uncomfortable. 
I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure how to navigate it, which is why I'm here sharing with you this episode, because I think it's important that if you are in a similar season where maybe it feels like you're not making as much forward progress as you could or should be, and you're really just simmering, you know, you're just letting the pot boil, you're letting the water boil. That's okay too. You don't always have to be achieving or doing or going. And I'm not saying that because I have it all figured out. I'm saying that because sister, I am right here with you. And this week I learned that you can only bend so far before you break. And if you follow me on social media, I shared a pretty vulnerable post-shift reflection. And I had quite the hectic morning. I was finally getting to go to lunch break about three o'clock. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to go outside and sit in the fresh air and read my Kindle, which is like my normal, you know, mid 12 hour shift routine. And then I was walking outside and my energy just felt low. My morale felt low. My attitude felt low. And I was like, man, I really just want to call my mom right now and tell her that I'm having a hard day, that I'm having a hard week. And sometimes you have those people in your life who are just your voice of reason. You know, they listen to you, they hear you, and they see you for who you are at your most vulnerable moments. And for me, that's my mom. And I sat down, I put my lunch on the table, and honestly, what happened next is a blur, but all of a sudden, my piping hot soup was in the lap of my scrub pants, I had chicken shreds in my shoes, and my lunch was all over the ground. And when I tell you that I looked down at my pants and the mess and the lunch that I was no longer going to be able to eat, even though I was ravenous hungry, I cried. I just felt the first warm tear trickle down my face. And I, I had a, I call it kind of a pitiful moment. It felt pitiful. You know, I'm wearing my lunch in my lap. I'm the only person out in this like area for lunch. Bless there was nobody else around. And I have tears strolling down my face. And I was like, it's not even the soup spilling that broke me in half. It was the lack of attention over the last couple of days, weeks of stress and anxiety and pressure building up, trying to set myself to these standards or these expectations that in this season I can't fulfill. This lack of direction and alignment in certain things that I'm navigating behind the scenes the pressure of marathon training and the New York City Marathon coming up and the pressure to be 100% for the people around me. And as that first tear was rolling down my face, I was like, this this is my breaking moment of this week. And you can have ebbs and flows, highs and lows of life and still be proud of yourself and still know that you're allowed to have those moments. Those moments are a requirement to the human experience, right? And I sent a picture to my family group chat because we always send pictures of like our food. It's just like what we do. And it was obviously on my lunch in my lap and my dad like was making a joke about it. And like, obviously I was not in a joking mood at the time. And I said, bro, you ain't ready to unpack this yet. And I FaceTimed after work and I was like, it's not, it's not the soup spilling in my lap that made me upset. It's just the lack of me being intentional about stewarding my energy and my time and my boundaries over the last couple of weeks. And it's the simple in the moment yeses and the simple in the moment decisions that you make that might not seem like they play a big impact in your energy or your boundaries. But over time, those 
decisions compound, those yeses compound on one another. And when you're not enforcing and aware of what your boundaries are, you kind of just let the floodgates open. Anything and everybody can come to you. And it just took a few weeks of me doing that for me to break. And you can only bend so far before you break. And if you're at your breaking point, don't look at that as a sign of weakness. Look at it as a point of reflection to assess where you're at versus where you want to go and the things that you need to do to get you back there. And I've been doing a lot of journaling and a lot of reflecting, you know, what are the things that I do that make me feel most like me? When do I feel most in flow? What habits and routines did I let fall by the wayside that once upon a time served me so deeply and so greatly? And that reflection piece is one of the greatest tools that you can have in your toolbox because it allows you to, you know, be honest with yourself and really get intentional about the things that you're doing or the things that you might not be doing. And I want to end with this one one last note here is that it's okay to put yourself before your to-do list or before anybody else. And I'm recording this podcast episode on Sunday evening and this morning I woke up and I was like, holy shit, I have so many things to do today. I need to meal prep. I need to wash my sheets. I need to do laundry. I need to get ready for New York next weekend. Like all of these things, right? And I was like, I... I'm crippled by this. I don't even want to think about having to do any of these things because it seems so overwhelming. And I was like, you know what? I have time right now to go take care of me. So I put on my shoes and I do something that I don't ever do on Sunday mornings. I went for an hour long walk. And to some, that might seem so simple. And guess what? It was. Self-care doesn't have to be complicated. And that hour of fresh air hitting my soul, walking with my dog, was everything and then some that I needed to propel and steward my energy for the rest of the day. And guess what? I still got my to-do list done by two o'clock in the afternoon. And I had the afternoon to read my book and take a nap and go paddleboarding. And I'm telling you this as an example that even when it feels like you might not have time for you, you do. And you have to carve out that time and take ownership of that time. Because if you don't, you're probably going to end up scrolling social media for an hour or having a conversation with somebody else for an hour that you don't actually care to be conversing with. Or you're going to, you know, sit here and catastrophize how long the laundry and meal prep is going to take. When in reality, if you would just take a minute to refresh your energy, refresh your breath and really get in tune with yourself, you'd show up with such better energy and such better intentions to make sure that those things got done. And you can always put you before your to-do list. And living in defense mode and always putting out fires is exhausting. You know what I'm talking about. When you wake up, the second you hit the like, the second you turn off your alarm and your feet hit the ground, you're hitting the ground running, literally metaphorically, trying to check off all these things, running around your house like a madwoman, you know, not doing anything with intention. You're just doing everything so mindlessly and you just simply go through the actions and all of a sudden it's 9 p.m. You're like, holy shit, I'm exhausted. It's been the longest day ever. And when you decide to take yourself off defense mode and you put a little bit of 
planning into your life, it goes a long ways. Something as simple as having a meal plan for the week or having the groceries in your fridge to make the meals that you have planned for the week, laying out your scrubs, laying out your workout clothes, following a workout program, you know, take away the guesswork wherever you can. And I'm always a huge advocate for that. And it truly does change my life in so many different ways because it's like, I don't have to worry about decision fatigue and Today, I was in my head about all these things that I had to do. And, you know, it's like at the end of the day, what really matters, what really needs your attention today and what can wait till a different day. And it's funny because I have a Halloween work party tomorrow and I was like, I have so many things to do this week. I do not. I don't, I don't even want to think about having to prepare some type of dish to bring to this potluck, right? And I said, you know what? I'm going to buy a veggie tray. <laughs> so I bought a veggie tray and my dad was like, that's so silly, Michaela. Like, why did you spend $10 on a veggie tray when you could have made it for your, like made it yourself for $5? I said, well, because energy is my most valuable resource and so is time. And I don't want to put either of those into making the damn veggie tray, okay? So like, here's the thing. If you don't want to make the veggie tray, if you if you don't want to do the meal prep, figure out a way to make your life easier. Can you get prepackaged meals? Can you get, you know, like home delivery services? Can you ask your significant other to help you with the chores or the meal prepping or whatever? You know, there's people in your life. I said this last week. There's people in your life that want to support you. You just have to let them support you. And you don't have to be the one to do everything and be everything for everybody else, especially when you're not being it for yourself first. So while you can be your own biggest cheerleader, you can also be your own biggest roadblock. And sometimes you just have to be honest and truthful with yourself and call yourself out where you're playing small, where you're holding on to too many things that don't deserve to be held on to. And you can only bend so far before you break, you know, by continuously being the yes woman, by, you know, just slipping one boundary here and one boundary there, it compounds and eventually it's going to catch up with you and you will break. And there is always, always time for you before your to-do list. And I want to end this week's episode with a little like tweet quote card that I saw on Instagram today. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I wanted to share with you, we carry too much guilt about letting others down and too little fear of letting ourselves down. We don't fully control whether we live up to others' expectations. We do decide whether we meet our own. The most important commitments to uphold are the ones you make to yourself. So my friend, it starts with you. You have to be at the center in the heart of everything that you do. And when you show up fully for yourself and you stay committed to the commitments and the things and that you said that you were going to do, you're going to build confidence in yourself. That fear monster is going to get quieter. That belief in yourself is going to get louder, but it all starts with you. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. Chat soon.